First Class Fatherhood. That is where Alec Lace comes in with his popular podcast. And one of the most interesting was on a podcast. Alec Lace interviews high-profile fathers from actors to NFL players with a vision to change the narrative of fatherhood and family life. Welcome, everybody, to episode 651 of First Class Fatherhood, a family-made media podcast. And I have the honor of being joined today by the 74th governor of the great state of Virginia, Governor Glenn Youngkin, joins me on the podcast. Before throwing his hat into the political arena, Governor Youngkin was with the firm The Carlisle Group for 25 years. He became the CEO in 2018 and then finally stepped down in 2020 to run for governor, a race in which he was victorious. Let's be honest, parents, right now, it's a scary time across the country. I don't care what state you're in. A lot of things are being thrown at our kids that should not be. I know election time is right around the corner here. Uh, Pay attention to your school board elections, your local elections. They are so important and so critical here. I love what Governor Yunkin has done. He's taken a strong stance against uh, things like critical race theory being taught to little kids, removed all those regulations of COVID-19, whether it be the masks or whatever. Uh, that was just an absolutely horrifying thing to see the kids all walking around with these masks uh, that really uh, served no purpose, especially since there were nobody, no kids even being threatened by the virus at their age level. I remember I was talked about it on this podcast podcast. I had my kids with the fake masks uh, that look like masks, but you could see through them. Governor Yunkin got rid of all that nonsense in Virginia. And as a matter of fact, the uh, Supreme Court in New York yesterday ruled to reinstate all employees that were fired for being unvaccinated and ordered back pay as well. It's great to see. It's time that this stuff all comes to an end. The COVID-19 vaccine has been one of the biggest hustles uh, that we've seen in the last few decades here. Go back and take a listen to my interview with Dr. Robert Malone for more on that. Had a great conversation with him all about what's going on with these vaccines that have stopped nothing, uh, that don't prevent anything, and have just been hustled on to the American people, particularly the kids. We see the commercials with the Tickle Me Elmo got his vaccine, so you should get yours too. I mean, the amount of propaganda surrounding this stuff has been ridiculous. I'm glad that Governor Yunkin has stood up to it. He's also standing up to this transgender ideology that's being forced on our kids uh, over here in Jersey, as young as uh, the age in the school age of kindergarten. Meanwhile, all of our kids are falling behind the grade when it comes to reading, when it comes to math, compared to the rest of the world. Governor Yunkin just had some new reports come in that are startling. He's going to go over those today with us and so much more. Honored to have him on the podcast today. Governor Glenn Yunkin will be here with me in just a few minutes, so please stick around for the interview. And today's interview with Governor Yunkin was recorded on video and is available for you guys to watch on my YouTube channel. If you'd like to watch today's conversation between the governor and myself, please subscribe to First Class Fatherhood on YouTube. Link is in the description of today's podcast episode. All right, and I realize that, you know, the politics in this country, it's a contentious issue. No matter what, how you slice the cake here, all the topics, everything, everybody seems to just rage against one another, especially when it comes to uh, social media and being online. But if you do enjoy today's conversation with Governor Yunkin, I might suggest you go back and take a listen to the interviews that I've done uh, with guys like Governor Ron DeSantis in Florida, Congressman Jim Jordan, Senator Josh Hawley, Congressman Andy Biggs, And many other uh, political dads that have joined me on the podcast here, 
including former Democrat Senator of Nebraska, Bob Kerry. So make sure you go through the archives of the podcast here and check them all out. You guys have heard me pushing the family-made media newsletter on you guys. I'm telling you, it does not disappoint. comes out every Monday and Friday. You guys know I belong to the family-made media network now. I would love it if you guys could just go to the site, news.familymade.com. Just put your email address in and check out the newsletter. hits every Monday and Friday this past Monday. Olympic gold medalist Sean Johnson was talking about uh, comparison being the thief of joy. And isn't that the truth? We spend so much time comparing our lives to those of the lives we see on Instagram and Facebook and TikTok, especially moms, dads, just as parents. We're constantly comparing ourselves and our lives compared to what really is just a, a, a fake life that so many people lead on social media. And it really gets into our mindset and can destroy us from within. Yet, Remember, you always got to be careful of the thief on the street that's after your purse, but be careful of the thief in your mind that's after your promise. Really love the stuff coming out from Family Made Media here. Go check out the newsletter every Monday and Friday. Go to news.familymade.com, put in your email address, and you will never miss out on anything from Family Made. All right, link is also in the description of this podcast for you guys to check that out. Please follow me on Instagram, at Alec underscore Lace, for all the upcoming guest announcements. Got some great ones coming your way soon. And if you could do me a favor, please help me spread the word about the podcast to every father in your neighborhood or in your contact list and let them know about the show that's here celebrating fatherhood and family life. Every day is Father's Day right here on the podcast. And here we go, straight up, my interview with Virginia Governor Glenn Youngkin on First Class Fatherhood. Joining me now, First Class Father, Governor Glenn Youngkin. Welcome to First Class Fatherhood. Great. Thank you for having me out. Great to be with you. And uh, there's nothing more important than being a good dad. Well, let's start right there. How many kids do you have? How old are they? So I, we have four kids. Uh, Suzanne and I were blessed with uh, three boys and one girl. Uh, we have a 25-year-old today, Grant, uh, 22-year-old Anna, 21-year-old John, and 18-year-old Thomas. Well, I'm right there with you. I got four kids myself. You're a little ahead of the game on me here. So take me back 25 years ago, Governor. How did the how did becoming a father kind of change your perspective on life? Well, it completely uh, turned you upside down, appropriately so. You know, I think many of us spend a lot of time thinking about ourselves. Uh, and when we get married, uh, we think about our spouse. Uh, but when you are part of bringing a life into this world, everything changes. And uh, when I, I remember seeing that very first sonogram of our first child, Grant, and uh, and it was early on, and that was Grant. And it look, looks just like Grant today. And from that moment on, the, the responsibility associated with not just providing for, but mentoring and guiding and, and uh, coaching a, another person in life becomes real. And uh, it's an amazing revelation. It's a scary one, uh, but it's one that is such a blessing just to remind us all that it's that it's it's about a lot more than just you. Yeah, very well said, Governor. I know they're a little bit older, so maybe it makes it a little easier. But uh, I know right now the political uh, system in this country, there's so much uh, toxic uh, environment of, around it. So what have been some of the challenges uh, of being a dad while being the governor? Well, the toughest one simply is time. And there's so many great things going on in our children's lives. And the First Lady has a full-time job as well as First Lady. 
And so we work hard to be engaged parents with what's going on in our kids' lives, even though they're a bit older. Uh, and that includes getting to uh, sporting events with them in their schools and, and uh, making sure we don't miss graduation and, and uh, being present when there are difficult decisions to be made. It's, it's, it's uh, really important to make sure that those priorities aren't displaced by all the other things that could displace them. And then, of course, because our kids are older, they're fully aware of the swirl that uh, comes with uh, being governor and, and making sure that uh, they fully understand that uh, their lives are really important as well. And it's been a journey for all of us. I have to say, we have four amazing kids, uh, each in their own right, doing extraordinarily uh, interesting and great things. But I've also so appreciated the fact that they pray for us. They love us. And uh, one of the first things they always say is, how are you, Dad? And I just so appreciate that. That's awesome stuff. Yeah. And that swirl that goes around with the, what comes with being a politician prevents a lot of good men, good women from running for office because there's so much that comes with uh, putting yourself out there like that. And let's get into that. I know today, as we're recording this here, the new NAEP scores, National Assessment Education Progress Math and Reading scores are out. What are they? What does it tell us? Well, the NAEP scores are also known as the National Report Card, and it gives everybody a chance to see on an absolute basis how we're doing, but also relative to other states. And uh, the, the results were pretty dire. Uh, they reflect nationally a dramatic decrease in performance for children across America, uh, a dramatic decrease that has been of course, uh, uh, accelerated by bad decisions that were made to keep schools closed for an extended period of time and unnecessarily closing them and telling children that a, that a television screen or a 14 a 14-inch computer screen is a quality education. But even more challenging is the fact that in Virginia, uh, our kids fell faster than the nation. In fact, three times faster than the national average. And all of a sudden, Virginia's kids uh, see themselves really challenged in fourth grade reading and fourth grade math, and yes, eighth grade reading and eighth grade math. And it reflects some very bad decisions that were made by previous uh, leadership, uh, decisions that lowered standards and lowered expectations and, and really watered down accreditation to the point where uh, expectations were low. And guess what? You, you get low performance. And I'm just, I'm so sad for our for our kids this year. That's why we're working so hard. We started on January 15th, the day we were inaugurated with executive order number one to reestablish expectations of excellence in schools, to raise the ceiling and the floor. We've had great bipartisan legislation focused on literacy in Virginia, but we have so much to do. The reality, of course, is that We've got, to, we've got to improve our teacher type uh, pipeline. We've got to provide emergency tutoring services. We've got to make sure that parents see clearly how their children are performing and then work together to customize plans to address real challenges. So this is not gonna, this is not gonna write itself through hope. We've got, we've got to keep going with the changes that we are making. We've got to deliver for Virginia's kids. And, and that's why I think I'm here. I think that Virginians hired me last year to fundamentally change the way we were thinking about education in Virginia, and that's what we're doing. 
There's no doubt right now, Governor, it's a scary time for parents. I know I, just having four school-age kids that went through that, it was a disaster with the virtual online schooling. It was unnecessary. And I'm, I'm in New Jersey here, and it is worse. I mean, we got eighth graders are learning about anal sex. They're pushing gender ideology in the kindergarten, first and second grade levels. It's disgusting. Uh, I don't understand this stuff. Like, I, I, It seems like it only exists on TV. I've never met a person uh, live that has told me that men can give birth and have babies, but this is what's being taught to our little kids. And it seems like we're falling behind while we're pumping them up with uh, CRT and all this LGBT. Uh, we're falling behind in other, compared to other countries with math, with reading. So what can we, what can we do to assure our parents that our kids are going to start learning their ABCs and not all their LGBTs? Well, first and foremost, in the Commonwealth of Virginia, we are standing up for parents. And uh, parents matter, and we put them back in the back in their chair at the head of the table in the Commonwealth of Virginia, so that there's transparency and they get to make decisions. They make decisions on whether their child wears a mask, whether the, the materials in the classroom are appropriate for their family, or if they're sexually explicit, they can be replaced. We're working to make sure that these most important decisions that children are making are being made with their parents. But we've got to go well beyond that. The curriculums have to be refocused on critical math, critical science, critical reading. These, these most important skills have to be at the forefront. They've been watered down. We are going to raise expectations of excellence and hold people accountable. I said this morning in our, in our, in our uh, press conference that in my previous life in business, any results like this on a report card would result in people getting fired. I think that's why Virginians elected me. They voted to change management, and we are making changes. And parents in Virginia are back where they belong at the forefront of their children's lives. Man, great stuff, Governor. One thing I, I hammer on this podcast is about the fatherless crisis we have going on in our country. In my opinion, Governor, it's the number one social issue we have. We're trying to solve all these other social issues. But unless we strengthen our nuclear family units, we're going to be running around in circles. We saw the rise of the Black Lives Matter movement that was uh, rooted in destroying, further destroying the nuclear family unit. And I think if you want to destabilize a nation, you destroy the nuclear family unit. I had Governor Ron DeSantis on here from Florida when he passed the bill, uh, the fatherhood bill down there to try to help organizations to support our dads. What can be done from a legislative standpoint? What could you what are you doing uh, to try to help from your position, help to strengthen our nuclear family units and get more dads back in the home? The first step in Virginia has has to focus on getting parents back at the forefront of their children's lives. And of course, what happened in the Commonwealth was parents were shoved out of their children's lives. The second big step for us is to reassure people that they have to be able to trust their parents and this pushback on the parent on our parents matter movement that in fact bureaucrats and politicians know that know better is just so out of bounds and parents must be at the forefront of their children's lives and then there's this huge cultural shift here you know one of the things that i believe strongly is that uh suzanne my amazing wife and i have complementary but different roles in parenting and reassuring dads reassuring men that they have such a primary critical role and oh by the way it's a responsibility to be engaged with your children's lives i've talked about faith i've talked about respecting one another i've talked about trying your hardest even if you don't always win with my children these are 
the fundamental values that dads and moms need to instill in their children. And uh, we're going to work every day to role model that, but most importantly, to make sure that parents have the primary role in their children's lives. You know, in the code of Virginia, the code in Virginia law, it says that parents have a fundamental right to make decisions with regards to their children's education, upbringing, and care. And uh, we've got to inject dads into this equation. We're working with nonprofit groups across the Commonwealth to reassure re and reaffirm and, oh, by the way, encourage dads to be engaged in their kids' lives. You know, when it comes right down to it, it's a tough job to be a parent. And uh, we, need, we need both moms and dads in kids' lives. Yeah, right on with that. And the, and the parlay to that, it, getting dads back in the home is also getting our Heavenly Father back into our society because uh, those two things alone, I think 99% of our trouble would start to go away pretty quickly. And, and I wanted to bring it back into you as a dad here, if I could, for one second. What, what type of disciplinarian are you, Governor, as a father with the kids growing up? And is it different than the discipline style you grew up with? Yeah, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a pretty uh, serious rule setter. Uh, and we, Suzanne and I have spent a lot of time talking about the things that are acceptable in our family and the things that aren't. And uh, I think you just have to be clear with children. And this idea that you're going to be your child's friend is wrong. Our job is to be parents. And that doesn't mean that we don't deeply express our, our unconditional love for our kids every day. But there are strict standards on how we behave in our family. And as I said, it's starts with our, our recognition that Jesus is the center of our family, but it also is how we treat one another with a deep sense of respect and how we try hard in everything we do. And I, I, I just fundamentally believe that a role of a parent is to be a parent, not a friend. And if we're facilitating bad choices, then we aren't standing up to our role as parents. And that was the way my parents raised me. I've said over and over again that my mom was my hero, not because she was my best friend, but because she had high expectations for everything that I was doing. And if I was falling short, um, she would she would applaud if I was given everything I had. And, and if I was only uh, bring, bringing a half effort, she would let me know. Uh, and I just think this is a role of parents. It's a lot more than being your kid's friend. And if that's all you're doing, you're not serving your children well. Yeah, right on with that. I know I'm up against the clock here, Governor. Last thing I want to hit you with real quick, if I could, what kind of advice do you have for that new dad or for that about-to-be father who's out there listening? Get help. Get help. Get, a, get help from folks you, you respect. Uh, get help from your own parents. Get help from those that around you, you, you admire how they are a parent. And make sure that you're fully engaged. You know, there are non-negotiables in life, and one of them is that you've been blessed with a child, and your responsibility is to be engaged. And uh, they don't come with a manual. They don't, they don't come with instructions, and so you're going to need some help. And along the way, find people to walk with, to ask questions, to get counsel from. But at the, at the heart of it, get help and stay engaged. Very well said. I love the message. This has been an honor for me. I got to say, Governor Youngkin, you're a first-class father all the way. And thank you for giving me a few minutes of your time here at First Class Fatherhood. Yeah, God bless you. Thanks so much. You have been listening to First Class Fatherhood. First Class Fatherhood is a family-made media podcast. Please visit www.firstclassfatherhood.com or www.familymade.com to find out more details. You can order First Class Fatherhood Advice and Wisdom from high-profile dads on Amazon.com or wherever books are sold. 
Thank you for listening to today's podcast. Proverbs 22.6 tells us, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he is old, he will never depart from it. God bless, and I'll catch you next time.